0: Listen in for strategies to grow your team, craft the systems and processes that you need for your business, and establish business foundations that you may have skipped over. I know you're ready to do really big things, so let's do it together. Hey, hey, friends. Welcome back to the Ops Authority Podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Gingrich, here the founder of the Ops Authority and the creator of the Director of Operations Certification Program. In our previous episode, I shared stories that our director of operations community had shared about scope creep, that word scope creep is gonna keep coming up around here. If you listened in, and if you didn't, make sure to go back. It's episode number 161, but in every single one of those scenarios that I shared, I had experienced the same thing. So it's not lost on me that I reached out to my community and I said, hey, what has happened in your professional journey where Scope Creep has come up? And in every single case, as I was reading and even telling you guys those stories, I was thinking of, ooh, I've got a story just like that. I have a story just like that, and that, and that. And so there is a pattern with scope creep. We know it happens. I know it happens because I coach these women every single day, but it happens to the strongest. It happens to the most experienced. It really doesn't discriminate. Scope creep comes up for everybody throughout our business journey. Truth be told, Scope Creep rips away the good parts of being a service provider, which is what we love, which is exactly why we're continuing that conversation here on the Ops Authority podcast today and also in our upcoming training. If you're ready to escape the plague of Scope Creep, you are personally invited to join us in a five-day adventure that is led by me. In this action-oriented training, we are going to be learning how to avoid scope creep, communicate ahead of time so that we don't get into that situation and also establish a key process that's gonna protect you from the heaviness that takes over when scope creep comes in. Go ahead, join us now at opsoffthegrid.com to get registered and save your spot, opsoffthegrid.com. Because this adventure is going to be a camping adventure. So that's why we titled it Ops Off the Grid. We are completely focused on getting rid of Scope Creep. This is going to be your compass for crushing Scope Creep. Join us at opsoffthegrid.com. In today's episode here on 162, we're going to continue that conversation from last week's episode. In 161, we shared that scope creep is caused by changes that come up after you've begun a project, even a contract or a relationship. It's where the scope literally creeps, meaning you thought you were doing something and that path that you were going down changes because of a decision that somebody else makes. So that is the definition of scope creep. And we've all been there. It's a very easy place to get to. There are some specific things that we can do to prevent this, which I will be sharing in the upcoming training. But today, I want to close the loop and give you one key action item that you must take. This one thing has the power to help you avoid scope creep. That special thing is defining your values. You can consider this pre-training for our upcoming adventure, Ops Off the Grid, But this is your pre-training to this upcoming challenge. This is the foundation of our work at the Ops Authority. And frankly, I am on fire to share it with you today and give you a glimpse into what used to be paid training. So join us in this episode today on how to identify your values. In each of the examples that I mentioned last week, there was one thing that kept coming up for me, and that's the simple question. Why did I work with this business or this person anyway? When you have that question, you know in your gut that this was not going to be a strong partnership from the very beginning. There's a whole host of reasons as to why we say yes to certain people and certain work. But the training that I'm going to share today has the power to change the result of that question and that feeling. Truly, I feel like this is the ultimate foundation to lay before going into a business relationship. Heck, these are the things that we should do when we're setting up a business. And the reason that we hold on to them so dearly here is we help women transform and up-level, become their next best self inside of the Director of Operations Certification Program. So as we're doing that, that is a key time for us to reevaluate how we're showing up who we're working with and values are at the center of that all right so let's get going have you ever taken the time to define your values when you know these you build criteria of who is safe and unsafe to work with what is right and what is wrong what is in scope and what is out of scope i mean just thinking about those questions right there How many times have we walked into relationships, client relationships, that you know were not a good fit? How many times have we taken on projects that we knew were not going to work out or were gonna be such a stretch or didn't really fit your schedule? And lastly, how many times did we walk into a scope that we questioned when we first started it? Ladies, we have all done that. It's a part of our fabric. Just as we talked about last week, you are servant hearted. Your body, your brain, your heart is oriented to help people. And that is a beautiful quality. But if you can couple that beautiful self that you have On top of understanding who and what your values are, it's going to help you to create boundaries on who to say yes to, who to say no to, and this goes not only for clients and relationships, but for projects, even into the people that you hire, whether that's hiring for other people, the businesses that you partner with, or in your own business if you are a business provider. So let's get to work. How do you describe values? Well, values are the characteristics that you cling to. They define who you are. They make you unique and you stand for these things. It's what's important in your life. It is your standard. The good news is you already have them. There's no key exercise that you're going to do to develop your values. They came wired within you. Some of them go back to build, they build upon experiences, but many of them are innate. They're the way that you were born. They're the way that you were raised. And you're not going to create values. In today's episode, I want to help you to identify the ones that you already have. So you don't have to go create them or go searching for them. They are part of who you already are. So our key action today is to slow down enough so that you can reflect and capture those values that you already have and that make you up. While we already have these, most of us never take the time to look inward, to take that pause, to press that stop button, look inward and document what those values are. This is what I'm asking you to do today. This is criteria for working with the Ops Authority, and it should be criteria for you as you continue to develop professionally and even personally, but we're not gonna touch on that today. I've already shared the power of knowing them in this episode today, but there are so many more reasons that we could go into. So this is your Ops activity. This is what we want you to do. And I'd like to walk you through an exercise where you can do what we've asked you to do. Press pause, look inside, reflect and document what your values are. So I'm going to give you a couple action items. The first thing is just ask yourself, get to a quiet place and ask yourself, what makes you unique? What is it that you feel? What characteristics? Usually these are adjectives, but what adjectives do you find that you resonate with, that you would describe yourself as? What kind of person are you? and we're not thinking professionally or personally we're thinking about you so don't think about this only in from the lens of being a business provider think about you your values represent you and if you really do this exercise well it doesn't matter because your values are going to be the same if you're walking into a business relationship or into a personal relationship so take a second and just on a piece of paper next to number one, what are the values that you would assign yourself? I want you to pause and do that really quick. It's not gonna take you more than a couple minutes. Just find some quiet time and think what makes you, you. The second thing I'd like you to do is what do you think other people say about you? When people recommend or refer or connect you to other people, what do they say about your character? Not what you do, but about your character. How do they define you? And this is your perception of what other people would say. Number three, reach out to a few people. These people can be professional connections. They can be personal. They can be your your spouse. They can be your sister. They can be a client that you worked with in the past. I want you to reach out to them and ask them, how would you describe me? What makes me, me? And let them know, I'm trying to get a 360 degree view of my values. I'm doing this for myself, but I'd love to hear from you. People are happy to give you this. And I also want to warn you that sometimes when... You're asking people to do this, they're not going to meet you exactly where you are. You were very intent right now. If you're doing this exercise, you really care about getting the values that really at the highest level represent you. And when you're asking someone else to do this, they may come in with some really generic characteristics and attributes. I hear things like, like loyal and trustworthy and energetic and joyful. And those are all great. I, I Hey, I would love to be associated with all of those things. But the reason that this is number three is I like to bring in this information later after I've already done one and two, because if I see that I have been validated by other people, I'm like, oh yes, okay. I'm gonna put more weight there because not only do I see myself as this, other people are seeing that too. But I just want to caution you that when you're asking other people to do this and they're not really focused in, they may give you some very superficial, generic adjectives, which are not going to serve you. So I wouldn't say to go to them first because they're not going to do this exercise quite like you. But there is a lot of power in having them bounce some ideas off of you. So you've got those three steps. Here's the fourth action I want you to walk through. This seems a little intuitive, and this is like my power piece to finding your values. It takes me a little bit of time to explain it to you, and it's definitely different because I am a glass half full kind of person, and so it feels a little awkward for me to teach this to you, but this is how I find that I am most helpful in walking our community through finding their values. and. You know, sometimes people are going to say, and we've been talking throughout this podcast, like what are the things that make you you? And so you're probably going to go to the most positive parts of you, the best parts of you. I'm going to ask you in step number four or action number four to think about the things that have not gone well for you this is a really powerful piece of today's episode. I want you to flip the script and think about the things that repulse you, that tick you off, honestly, that make you think, no way would I ever be with this person. Like, is there a characteristic of other people or groups that you're like, oh, heck no. That's a hard no for me. I would not go into partnership with anyone, whether it's a friend or a client that I am prospecting at this time. So here we are, step 4. Think about the things that really burn you up, the things that that repulse you, that frustrate you. And sometimes the easiest way to do this is to think about a friendship, a relationship, a client relationship that has gone sour. There has to be a reason that things didn't work out. So, so right now, think about the last client you fired or employee if you're listening to this and you've got a team. What did that person do that caused you to take the action to separate yourself from them. When you're getting rid of relationships, whether it's a client or an employee or a contractor, when you're getting rid of them, it's because they have rubbed a value so wrong that you no longer want to be associated with them, that you don't want them to represent you. So you sever that relationship. Those are the things I'm talking about right now. So First thing under this fourth action is to think about those relationships that you have severed. Think professionally and also document some that are personal. And we've all written people off over time because they didn't, something happened in that relationship. I want you to take a second and document why. Think about those things, even if it's hard, and even if it brings up some deep emotion, I want you to think through what is the reason, the real, real reason you finally let go of that client that was nagging at you. What was it about them? I know for me, I'll give you an example. For me, I got into a relationship, I took the client on because I needed money. Like how many of us get into that situation where we needed income into our family or into our business and we just say yes because we need revenue to or we need income coming in. I said yes, and I knew it wasn't a good fit from the beginning, but again, I had that burning need and I I also had a limiting belief that I wouldn't be able to find another client. So I just said yes. And I think I can get a lot of hands up when I say that because I know I've been, (laughs) I've said this lots of times and every time I'm on with our directors of operations, I get a lot of head nods because we've all taken money when we shouldn't have taken money when we knew it wasn't the right relationship to walk into. But I get into that relationship And over time, I run into a situation where the person is not taking any of my advice. I am there to be a strategic partner, but the person is just kind of talking over me. They really aren't leveraging me as a strategic partner, and I have no say in how we're going to move forward. Now, ladies, that is one of my key gifts is to mentor, is to lead. And when I'm partnering with people who don't see me in that place, I am defeated. And so over time, when you're in my scenario, I was kicked down, kicked down, kicked down. And finally I got to the place where I'm like, okay, why am I even doing this anymore? You know, I can stay in this relationship and just continue to earn income or I can stand up for myself, make space for the next client who will be a better fit and let go, get out of the situation that I'm in. So in the example I just shared with you, which is real, I found myself, looking inside and saying, what is burning me up about this relationship? They're not valuing me as their strategic partner, as a thought leader in their business. That is a value that is rich, deeply and richly important to me. And I had never taken the time to document it, but it's been a part of me my whole life. It's why I stepped into leadership positions. It's why I enjoy being at the helm and helping other people, mentoring other people to be their next best self. I love the influence inside of businesses and relationships. And I'm not saying every director of operations is just like that. I'm giving you an example of mine. But when I did this exercise myself, when I looked at what is the environment where I have broken up with somebody, whether it's personal, professional, what was the root of that? And it's not that I didn't like the person. It was because they didn't leverage me as a thought leader, as a strategic partner in their business. I didn't feel valued. And so one of my values quickly became noted. I noted that value of, I need to be a leader in someone's business. I need to be valued as a leader. And so Here's what you have to do. You have to look at that relationship, why it went wrong, what went wrong about it. And then you have to flip the script. So initially, they weren't listening to me. Like, oh, they just don't listen to me. They don't value me. And I had to do a little bit deeper work and say, okay, so what is the value that resonates from there? I need to be a thought leader. And so it's almost taking a negative and spinning it into a more positive value that I can associate with. This is the power of that work. Since that day, I go into every discovery call. I go into every kickoff call and I'm looking, does this person value me as a thought leader? I test them in my discovery calls. I give them a little bit of my strategy and I see how they respond to that. I now know that that is going to be the safest and strongest relationships for me to walk into, for me to say yes to. But if I never would have done the exercise, I would have never documented, like I wanna be a thought leader in a business. That would never have been one of the values that I saw because I was looking really superfluously at some other values like honesty, transparency, which are still important, but I wanted to get to the very, very top. And so I find that this is the most helpful piece where you can Look at what is burning you up. When you look at your relationships that have been burned down over time, what is the reason behind that? And then take that experience, flip it around because behind all of the breakups is a value that has been rubbed. So to summarize, think about your worst client, your worst employer, or the hardest boss you ever had that you couldn't wait to walk away from. What was it about them? Don't assign it as right or wrong. It's just the fact that you don't deal well with that because my situation, the example that I shared with you is mine. It doesn't mean that it's going to be yours. That may not bother a lot of people, especially people in entry-level roles. They may love to be in those environments where they're stretched, where they are just doers. That's a classic example of a perfect doer where they don't really want to have a large, strong voice in a business. And there's a lot of need for that. So don't think that you're... The reason that you broke up is right or wrong. It's just the way it is. And I promise you, every breakup comes back to a value being violated. The most important thing in all of these four actions is to find the values that represent you. From here, you're going to have the power to be very clear as you move forward with different relationships. And even when scope creep pops up, there's different points in which... Scope Creep are going to become a problem. First thing is like chronologically saying yes to people that you should say no. When you're going through discovery calls, you have your values documented. You want to bring them up. You want to share them with the prospect to see how they feel. Ask them their values. When you do that, you're going to get a sense of if this is a right fit or a wrong fit. You already have an intuitive, like guttural feeling, but I would encourage you to have these values documented. State them define them, have a conversation about them, ask the prospect how they feel about those values and what their values are. The next thing is once the relationship is going and you're coming in as a project manager, if there's a piece of this project that starts to go off the tracks, this is when scope creep becomes a thing. And when you have these values to come back to, it makes having the difficult conversation so much easier. I cannot wait for you to really see how powerful having this documented, how powerful it will be for you to say yes and no, and also have a foundation for you to leverage when you go into difficult conversations. So in the example I shared with you today, where the business was not valuing me as a thought leader, when I went to have that breakup conversation, I was able to be armored. I was able to tell them, here's a value that's extremely important to me. I need to walk into relationships and to businesses where I can be instrumental in influencing the development of people, the progress on a project. I want to be able to come to you with strategic ideas. You don't have to take every single one of my ideas, but I want to be in a comfortable place and your business isn't ready for this. Or this is not a relationship where I feel like I am empowered to do that. And so I'm going to close this relationship up in X amount of days or, you know, a month or whatever that looks like. But Because I have already defined that, I go into that conversation very, very strong and protected. They're not gonna talk me in or out of anything. They're not gonna assign right or wrong either. So I know 100% with zero doubt that this is the most powerful thing that you can do. The other thing that I alluded to earlier is when I know these values for myself and for my business, when I go look to adding team members, I'm looking for people that have values that overlap mine. I'm not gonna find another person who has 100% of the values that I have because I'm only articulating my top values, but I'm looking for people who overlap those values. So maybe we have an overlap and we can start to build upon conversations. If you wanna have really good applications and interviews, values are gonna be the basis of it. But ladies, we never get there unless you take the time to do this for yourself. So if you want to avoid scope creep, take the time to follow these four actions that I have shared with you today. And as we wrap up this episode, I just want to share my values or the values here at the Ops Authority because I want to show you and lead you in a way that shows you that we do the work that we teach around here. So first... Here at the Office Authority, we have six different values. The first one is leading with legacy. Our greatest works are inside of our home and that defines our true success. Legacy, you hear me talk about legacy all the time and values are a big piece of that. The second one, we come with curiosity. We love questions because I know that questions are the root of innovation and we, as a business, we have to continuously move forward. As a person, we need to continuously move forward. The third, candor with kindness always. I know that leadership begins with candor. It's hard to take some difficult actions sometimes, but I find that if I am truthful in my words, if I say what I need to say in a timely fashion and I do that with kindness, Leadership emerges. My team is full of leaders because we all welcome candor with kindness. Fourth, impact over fame. We prefer wide circles that have big ripples over deep pockets. I really am here to make a large impact, not necessarily worry about any fame attached to that. The fifth one, and this is one that we practice all the time internally on our team. We assume positive intent. We wholeheartedly believe that most people are good and choose to do good. We are in a world where that can be something that we test, right? We assume people want to do the wrong thing or they started on the wrong foot. Here, we flip that script, assuming positive intent. And last, action creates confidence. And that's is exemplified here on this podcast. With every single podcast on the Ops Authority, I make sure that we have an action. I want this time that you're spending with me and that you're giving with me to be action-oriented. I know if you take action, action like flexes the muscle so that you get so confident that you're sticking your chest out now, right? You're walking with pride. Your shoulders are high. Your chin is high. Action creates confidence and confidence creates cash for you. We want you to get to work and when you do, you will be rewarded. So I wanted to close our podcast letting you know that we have those six values internally and we use them, we rely on them. I use them as guardrails in my decision-making and I know that's the power of you creating values for yourself and or your business. I hope that this has been really helpful, ladies. If this is something that is helpful for you, you have got to join us in our upcoming five-day adventure called opsoffthegrid.com. That's exactly where you can sign up Please do that today. We are going to kick off this adventure on August the 29th, 2022, and it's gonna be a daily adventure where you are going to have recorded trainings that are going to come into your inbox. You're gonna have access to be able to do those on your own time. We're creating some accountability for you so that you can take the daily actions, just like you do on this podcast. We're asking you to do that in this challenge because scope Creep is the root of difficulty in being a service provider. We want you to be your best. So let's get rid of that. Let's minimize it. Let's figure out how to mitigate it and negate it. And we've got a five-day action-filled training for you, Opsoffthegrid.com. All righty, friends. I look forward to seeing you guys next week.